0: doing man? Right?
1: Uh, I'm good man, <laughs> I'm good,
0: thanks for having me. Um, So obviously you've listened to a few of the pods and stuff like that, so we'll just get a, a wee kind of talk about yourself. Hi, yeah, and... so music, where does, it, where does it start for you? Well, in
1: terms, of, in terms of the sort of later life, I guess I started touring with a couple of bands after I dropped out of uni when I was, like, uh, I think I was 21, 22 maybe, and I met met a bunch of boys, we like, uh, were in a band called Sucho Perro know them well yeah 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 well done, man uh, good bunch of guys uh, i just started touring with them but i had a, a camera that's what i was doing at the time i started i dropped it i was at uni doing uh, like media theory and production or some shit it was one of yeah. those kind of one of those things that we've all yeah we've all one done. of you know, those yeah, guys, yeah. I, I couldn't take it man <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't take it for some reason i just had to drop it after like six months i had a bit of a follow with a, a lecture like an actual square goal well lecturer. Yeah, you know? Really? Uh, Aye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was just super rude, you know. And I was, I was that kind of age when it's little, you know. You know, I'm out of school. I'm in uni, so I'm going to be a dick to you because you're telling me my ideas were shit. Yeah. Which is the his exact words. Well, I think he said shit, but I, I took it as shit. And. Uh, yeah, we ended up having a, a bit of a nose-to-nose in the class and I, I had to leave. I mean, I say I dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that I went to the flame. We're asking you to drop uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out.
0: What happens in the Simpsons? Please yeah. re- leave right now with that fuss. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's my decision. Uh, I think it, let's say it was mutual. I think yeah. it was mutual because I went good. in the next day to talk to the head, the, the, the head of the department. To complain about the way I was talked. I'll <laughs> so we back and uh,
2: uh. and
1: he'd we, already heard the story for. He just it was kind of one of those things as a lesson. I was like, just don't think it's a good fit for you. And I was like, I'm not coming back in. <laughs> <gonna> shut this, <laughs> shut this you up, your your ass, up! your ass, and, You're yeah. not a real dad. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so uh, I bailed so on that and uh, literally I think within a I think within a couple of weeks or something, Sutra were we're going out on a tour with a uh, fight star featuring Charlie Simpson of. of Formerly and currently or busted. Formerly at the time, obviously, and um, they wanted they wanted me to film, just go about and film a few. It was like three shows, right? uh-huh. and then after that, we just we went out, odd. we were going out quite a bit. Uh, so then, I, I mean, before that, I was just heavy into rap and stuff. Uh-huh. You know, I wasn't really I wasn't really adventurous with music, mm-hmm. but then meeting meeting the likes of Dragon was quite influential in what I was listening to. um i know, mean, obviously listening to them and all the support bands they were to them mm-hmm. and stuff. It was How did you
0: meet him? Did you just somebody? I
1: met. Well, I met. Um, I went to uni- college first. I went to your college to do a kind of access course into the union. I met a guy called Paul. Uh, I don't know if you. I don't know if you know him. His name's Paul Bettelotti. um Lovely, that lovely dude. He's down. He lives down in London now. Right. Uh, but he, it was him that introduced me to that whole that whole uh, mob. Did he go to uni with them? Because
0: I know they. Dragon done the kind of No, that was the
1: dragon and Mike were right. at uni together. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think Mike that's how they met. Game? I think, okay. and then ah, so I met Mike through Paul. <laughs> yeah, so I've got totally distracted by right, what Mike used to. Do. <laughs> 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 no, I used to. I, I, right, just right, I up. fuck that. But mm-hmm. um, the I met Mike through Paul, and then met Dragon through Mike, right. and then Simon through Dragon. It was like yeah. a okay, stepping now. stone Aye. thing. Aye. I, I, I always remember I I wasn't I wasn't that into into busted or anything certainly, but I do remember frequently seeing him at on T V at award shows wearing like cool T shirts, like yeah, wore an Grand T shirt on Bo Selector or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh fuck, man's fucking Aerial Grand T shirt. <laughs> that's like dude must he must be alright. Uh, but it's the classic thing, we always joked about me and Mike and it's Mike who just came from his barbecue actually. It was him that filled me up with burgers. <laughs> um it was fun yeah we with the first gig was at Tuts, like mm-hmm. the, the the first fight star show and i remember everyone was just like oh man this is gonna be you know for charlis simpson for birthday, this is gonna be you whatever know, he just turned out to be the loveliest guy man a mm-hmm. like, big friendly giant like right into right into music like he really loved biffy and sucho obviously because the connection with that though was there was a drummer that drummed for that's busted right, I think, aye, I with was, that's right I... he was a, 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 a lunatic man. Uh, right good drummer left handed drummer it was uh-huh. really, really bizarre to see that I'd never seen that before in my life it was a weird setup. I sat at his drum kit one night it just doesn't make sense not <laughs> <It doesn't laughs> right sense at all.
0: I remember that kind of happening because obviously like Dragon used to be at the studio and stuff and yeah. he would be then he was talking about he was going to tour but, he had, but he'd bust his drummer him and stuff like that kind of at, at that time and then Aye. the next thing they were going to tour with a fight star so yeah, I
1: remember yeah, so was that it was, I think it was all through uh, there was a guy a guy called Pete Rooney a legend, a
3: legend. <laughs>
1: he comes up all the time, man. Like he's he's in Game of Thrones. Like, hey. he gets he, the joke with Rooney was that he you always see him at gigs, doesn't matter what gig it was, you'd see Pete Rooney. And then he ended up like, le- legitimately in Game of Thrones, it's quite outrageous. I don't watch it but I've I've seen the I've seen pictures of him. Uh, but it was through I believe the I believe the the five star slash demon connection in the social was through Rooney. Because Rooney put on a lot of the early social shows, I think certainly had a lot to do with the first big tour that
0: right.
1: that I did with them, which was like three weeks around Britain with <clears> two <throat> other bands, one called Brigade. I don't know, I don't know well, they I don't they know. actually they're they're back together. They're, right. They we went up I went up to see them at Hydro. Uh, I couldn't stay for the gig, but they they went. It was I mean it was um, there was busted Gig and gave their support along with the excerpts, I think. A bit like the man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I saw them, they were doing, they were support for Biffy's acoustic mm-hmm. unplugged <laughs> That's tour. Right, aye? Certainly the gig that we went to, we were down yeah. in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, and They were, aye, they were support there, but
0: never seen them I've, I've, obviously they were supporting Idlewild last week but was I was in way? Dundee but I was at the Idlewild gig at the Barras so oh, they're then. based in Brighton is that they? right they've kind of yeah. set themselves up in Brighton cause Ah in yeah because I, yeah. yeah. uh, I tried to
3: book them for a, a show that I worked on last year and uh we couldn't get them up like they were Just couldn't make yeah, it it bit,
0: Randomly the bass player Was playing with Toploader At Troon When I was there <laughs> <laughs> I was, What Exeter's player? Aye I was right, live at Troon And Toploader was playing I was like Toploader That's who it is That's yeah. who it is And it, I realised it was uh, I can't remember his name For him yeah, But I, mean. I said so. oh, Finally
1: I know While there was a the, So the other band That was on that Three week tour The first big one That I did with Sucho Was a band called Degrassi And they were the, well, the, I mean, the the only good thing about Degrassi is they had a the bass player that used to be the bass player in Idlewild when Idlewild were sort of first, the first yeah, couple I albums. Certainly, a guy called Bob, uh-huh. the fucking head case man, but <laughs> a really talented bass player, uh-huh. really nice guy, but drank a lot. Yeah. He had some wild stories. I believe he gets thrown out of Idlewild for uh-huh. trying to punch the singer, but, or trying to punch a doorman and hitting the singer, or, or <laughs> vice versa. He uh-huh. tried to punch someone and hit the person behind him. didn't <laughs> moved her head <laughs> just to get thrown out the band.
0: Don't have ah, yeah,
1: yeah, especially for a few, a few drinks in. No. But, um, aye, so that was the, yeah, either wild, uh, sorry, Degrassi and Brigade in Sucho. It was a kind of rotating headline mm. to it. <clears throat> it was, we we were friends, we've made really good friends with Brigade, to this, and we still are to this day. Mm. Yeah, I can't say the same about Degrassi, they were, yeah. they weren't our type of people. <laughs> <laughs> Which but is so mean, nice. I mean, nice enough, lie. but they just, you know, it's, Aye. Mm-hmm. They made us feel unwelcome a lot, so. Right, there's nothing worse, man. Like, two vans, three bands, it was obviously inevitable that two bands were going to go in one and one in the other, but they were like, this is our van used to go in there. Yeah. I think I'm like, cool. Uh, well, that, I mean, <laughs> aye, right, that's man. that's going to bring you together, aye, anyway, exactly, isn't it? Mm, There
0: is nothing worse when you're doing a gig and fuck it like that, though. Yeah, but it's, it,
1: it I mean, it's rare, isn't it? Like, have yeah. you noticed, like, you don't find it that often? Like, you no, have you to go, you have to look hard to find, like, an, you know especially touring like mm. you, you know you meet a lot of nice bands
0: mm. aye, there's some taste. i've been at gigs where obviously i don't i'm not playing at that level but i'm playing that likes so of some of the kind of smaller venues in like Glasgow you're playing there and there can be four bands on the bill and you know it's much better you can be always sitting in the wee room it's much better if So right yeah absolutely aye. and a lot of folk
1: are because better. it. Take, i think it takes a, a wee bit of getting smoke blown up your ass aye. before you turn into a total dick aye. but aye. That, I mean, you're obviously going to still find them, I, I guess. Yeah. But we were well. That, my experiences were dead lucky that. Yeah. I mean, even I mean, they're saying that about the Degrassi, They weren't the bad guys. It's yeah. just within within jail straight yeah, away, yeah. and yeah. that's that's how it stayed. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you,
3: you were touring, but you basically went straight out of that kind of getting kicked out the course slash. I chose to leave.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. with yeah. and then well, no, the first one was three days that was, and then literally about a month later, they had right. this three weeks. And then after that, it was I uh, I can't, it was a good few years of just going on these these tours that weren't, you know, they weren't, there was no money in it or anything. It was Aye. just, it was just a fucking great laugh. Aye. Yeah, take taking my camera and so I've ended up with it hundreds of these old mini-DV tapes that are still to do something with. Ah, you need to do, something. Need to do something. with a man's list, 60 odd hours of just madness. We I tried mean, to make a documentary anything. once out of it, but it didn't go that great. Just, it's, just, it's, just it's, that, that much on to it? Too much on it. The time, we, we thought about with a lot a lot of the, I think there's like maybe, definitely one music video, they use like two minutes worth of whatever it was, or three minutes, Dialogue on the Two was the name of the song, and the it's a live performance video but it's cut up a load of different I see, I see uh, so that, that's, that's footage from the early shows and uh, I think some other shows other videos did get some of the some clips but largely it just sat it, it sat unused for ages and Mean Dragon did go through it all because I was really you you hate this. I I, I didn't catalogue any of it at the time. <laughs> didn't even write on some of the you tapes, man. You freaking Dave, what? Yeah. Uh, mean Dra- I remember sitting you with know, Dragon. It was the first test. Of, I think it was the first test of our friendship because <laughs> we, we sat there and like, just with a notepad writing like time and what was happening and uh-huh. sticking it on the tape and keeping all the notes together and uh, Dragon was just losing it. Uh, but eventually we got through. We did make a bit. We made there is I believe somewhere like a, a forty minute edit this yeah. documentary or whatever you want to call it which is essentially just start to finish us just going, going out and getting, getting wild in hotel rooms and gigs and
0: that's just maybe man and no, <laughs> I know just the worry <laughs> is if you watch
1: it again you know that, that cringe factor that of when you're like 20 I was like what 20 between 22 and 26 or something Everyone uh-huh. when I was doing that and it was you know you're kind of just worried that you're gonna look like a wee dick. I guess I <laughs> watch I'll watch, it. I certain watch certain that,
3: it if someone shows it's me. Fairly
0: certain that I, would, I, I would buy it.
3: Aye.
1: Yeah. Just, just a wee. I, I, I was
0: really uncool then, and I've not been much <laughs> yeah, better. <bad>. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I. I. Just not yeah, it great. as much <laughs> these days. That's the be trick. great. Aye. Yeah. So,
3: how would you kind of describe yourself now? Like, you, you describe yourself as an artist. A painter.
1: Aye, yeah. Well. Full, full time would be great but uh, i do uh, i do have a, a job to right. make to to make money because no one buys my painting uh, or not i'm not recently certainly but the yeah I what i make beer down at a brewing company yeah, right. and uh, but then most uh, as much time as I can spend on painting I paint mm-hmm. and uh, I i' uh, i mean music's got a huge Mm. Trying to justify being on a music podcast, <laughs> music's got a huge yeah, amount man. to do with painting because, cause I can't I can't imagine painting without music. like me, Jordan painted a lot when I had a studio up in uh, Old Bridge Street, going over to TK Maxx, uh-huh. and it was I mean it's as important as, as all the other stuff you use. I think having the right yeah. music on.
0: Music influences everything. Absolutely,
1: It's as simple as that. It's a kind of fuel. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you need it. You need it to do. Do you things.
3: do you find that it? The impacts and what you pick, depending on the the type of music you're listening to, or have you got a, a specific type that you listen to? Well,
1: playing? I mean, I'm quite bo- not boring, but I'm quite I can listen to the same thing quite frequently, and there is a there is a sort of a core g- group of bands or artists that I listen to, and it, I mean, it's uh, it doesn't influence what I'm painting as much as it. I guess it did when it was doing more abstract stuff yeah. because that was like blank canvas and just seeing what what came out and i think that the music maybe had a bit quite a bit to do with that as much as cannabis and all the other stuff Um, but i think uh no certainly when i'm painting i listen to i I pretty much listen to what i listen to when i was when i first start doing like (laughs) ruben (laughs) Biffy Sitchel, oceanside Mm -hmm. ario speed wagon that's a that's a huge effect on me man that's just one song just on repeat (laughs) <laughs> uh, keep on loving you Have you It's yeah. insane, man It's insane, <laughs> son like, The is out of sight as well Those guys would not be Not be allowed to be pop stars these days It's really tragic <laughs> no, If those guys, the way they looked then Wrote that song And tried to get it published now they'd be like, The folk would be like Oh, we'll have the song <laughs> you give it to Just stand at you back Yeah, you're not, you're not a pop star, man We don't I, love that one I discovered
3: it in the vinyl In my, my loft and Oh, wow my, when my dad passed away I had loads of like records like yeah. that just hundreds of them up in the loft and I was going through them all recently and I was like I'm fucking Fuck. taking this <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so I, I, I like, got a pile that I was taking yeah. downstairs and I was like that is
1: in there yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fucking great man you know, I'm sure I will remember this <laughs> they, they pop up a lot but also as I said earlier a bit, quite a bit of rap still like, I do mm-hmm. like to do like to have that one, but no, nah, I wouldn't say that it. I wouldn't say that it influences what's what's coming out because a lot of the time I go I go at a canvas with with a definite idea of what I'm. With the exception of the abstract stuff, but the mostly know what I'm. Generally, what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. but the music does help the, the process entirely because it's especially if you're standing at easel painting. I do a lot of painting on the floor because I Sometimes can't bother, <laughs> bother standing up. But <laughs> <laughs> later in the day, it gets it's yeah. just like In oh fact, I just, fact, just, I just, just that only started because I couldn't be fucked taking my and my easel all the way to my studio. Yeah. Like so <laughs> I had to, I had my easel first, and then I got my studio, <laughs> and it was the, the distance, and the, the, the it was uh, just heavy. So I started painting on the ground. And but when you're standing up, I mean, it's, the music's great because you just you know it's you get a bit of a dance on while you're painting. <laughs> it doesn't help the straight lines, but. That's uh, a good excuse.
0: When
3: did you start painting then?
1: Uh, like four years ago. Right. I so that's,
3: that's relatively new really then. Right? Oh, no, I thought you I, didn't I, No, no,
1: paint. no. I mean, I did, I mean, I, I, I get, I mean, I suppose I did all the, you know, I did it at school and yeah. that to no, to no great, uh, you know, no, no grades or anything. you know, I failed, I failed higher I failed all my mm-hmm. hires, but uh, I did, um, between, I think like maybe 2006 to 2013 or 2014, I wrote a lot, like right. I used to write, uh, well I did a lot of blogging. I, fr- I read a few your about blogs back from back in the day. Uh, it okay. was just like classic, like guy trying to act like Hunter S. Thompson kind of thing, but mm. uh, um, I did eventually, I wrote a book, I, wrote, I went on a trip for it when I turned 30, uh, I went to California yeah. to, uh, with some other pal Simons and a bank called Biffy Clyro they were, <laughs> <laughs> No, there's No easy way to say that, you know. <laughs> so they, but they were recording opposites. When I was, I was, I was turning thirty in the April, and they were over there in Santa Monica already recording, and I went over for went to. I ended up in Can- Santa Monica for two weeks. I was meant to go for a week, and then go off to do a couple of things, including mentioning Huntress Thompson. I was going to go to the Kentucky Derby because I met a guy when I worked, when I lived in Rome uh, back in twenty ten. Uh, I met a guy from Kentucky and we bonded over Thompson and he was like anytime time you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, anytime you're there man just come and sleep on my couch and I was like a <laughs> like, message on when I was there but I'm actually in America and I just Kentucky Derby's next, next week but I ended up missing the flight to I had to take like this mad sort of zigzag across the hey. states to get to thing. and it was um, probably slightly intentional but me and James the bass player from Biffy, went out and get gassed one afternoon and kind of he, he didn't talk me out of going but we kind of we talked it out, and he James has got a real great way of talking when he kind of, or a great way of inquiring about things. Like he's, you know, quite intense when he's asking a lot. He asks a lot of questions about it, and I eventually came I'm like, oh, "Fuck him! I don't want to go." <laughs> You're right, man. You said fuck off, but I'm like, I don't want to go. So I ended up uh, taking this mad thirty-five-hour train journey into Canada and going fucking Raj for what turned out to be like three and a half months or something. With, Did you? Aye. Like, with <laughs> no money. Like, there, was, there was money. <laughs> uh, like, I spent a lot of my, I saved up a lot of money. Well, like two grand. And that was meant to last me. Like, I was hopefully going to make it into Canada because uh-huh. I, I eventually wanted to go, go up to Canada to meet some family that I'd, I'd got up there that I've never met, or hadn't met some of them. And uh, ended up, because I, I spent another week in California with Biffin, we up spending quite a bit of money because it's fucking expensive <laughs> it's an expensive <laughs> place um, but they took this train journey into Canada I had very little money in fact ran out of money quite quickly in Canada I ended up in a place called Kelowna which is in eastern British Columbia in fact I think it's as far east in British Columbia as you can get before you get into Alberta and I was going to Alberta to meet a guy who I grew up with in there. so he ended, up <clears having throat> to, he ended up having to fall forward me money when I was in Kelowna to get me to Calgary, in on the promise that I'd be doing some construction work. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is when he gets a bit dodgy because I don't know. There was there was crime. <laughs> there, there, was, there was a bit of crime. Well, we, basically what happened was the company that he worked for the the folk that owned it ran away with a lot of money and left everyone high and dry. Right. I was out, I I wasn't doing anything because I was I was essentially working quite legally, like, just helping labouring kind of thing to mm. get some cash. But let's say somebody that worked for the company ended up getting trusted to go and inventory all the job sites for the people that were doing the. Administration of the company, right? right? So this somebody that that get or these couple of guys that get <laughs> that get uh, asked to do it, robbed robbed rob all the job sites and and sold all the stuff, and uh, so, and and oh, ended up. Did he read this? Read
3: this? it? Today? Well, there was, they they still got the some of it. The administru-
1: No, the no. Mm-hmm. Well, in a sense, in a sense, some bars did all right out of it. Um, so we ended the Needless to say, we ended up leaving Calgary quickly, <laughs> going up to a place called Fort McMurray, which was just it just got fucking mad. Like it, um, it was there was all manner of stuff. It was sto- there was a there was, uh, there was, <laughs> it was stolen gold. Like it was gold stolen from a gold mine. I mean, that- was it Canada in the eighteen <laughs> nineties? What, no, what, like, what happened was like, 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 like Canada hit this. I found out. I found out when I got to Canada that there was quite a rush on for the oil and and minerals and stuff. It definitely was back then. It felt like it it was kind of like California and and, you know whatever it was, the 1800s. It was the other guy called Billy the Kid. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, why would Bill? So the, I had nothing to do with the cold robbery. Well, I didn't have anything to do with it. that Kind of. Shit man, this has gone going south um, <laughs> but I know Canada had this kind of wild Canadian dream kind of vibe like there was people getting paid like, I heard from one guy in a bar one night that he was getting paid like a quarter million dollars to drive a digger up at the it was like oil sands so it's like oil coming out of sand or something I'm not 100% sure mm-hmm. of the, the geology or science of it but the uh, but these, I mean, there, was, there was just money getting fucking thrown about mm-hmm. so my mate being in construction being a, a site manager whatever you call it over there but the he ended up up there just building like fucking housing estates essentially for decent cash and then, but then I just, I had a fear one day, man, just literally woke up one morning and I'm like, (laughs) I'm not going to go into the gory details, but basically woke up with a a real real sense of fear and shame one morning and uh, just fucking flight, man, booked a a flight, like got really lucky, like went on a Canadian affairs website, I think it's called canadianaffairs.com and then he found a flight home for like 200 bucks which was just about what I had left right. and he fucked off he went back to Calgary and flew home straight to Glasgow as well which was wild because my, my original flight which had long long missed back from California was going to take me to I think Amsterdam or something first or Dublin somewhere somewhere right. that wasn't in Britain Yeah. so I ended up getting, getting a bit luckier but I mean I woke up I woke up that morning, like, covered, like head to toe, I kind of painted myself with <laughs> moisturiser, like, I'd taken a whole tub of moisturiser and just, like, head to toe, like, shaved off my, shaved my beard and just, just covered myself, woke up with, just, with moisturiser all over me, like, it was just, like, I'm, like, to Martin, I walked in and I'm, like, man, I need to go home, <laughs> I've what, never felt fine. so smooth. Yeah, I don't know what you <laughs> I'm a very dry skinned guy and I've got all the I've got to tick all the boxes, psoriasis and eczema, so it was probably there probably was an element of sort of thinking in it, but I think ultimately I was just wrecked <laughs> and thought so I was in I was in and moan because Martin was away out and I'm like fuck it man it's just going to I'm just going to paint I'm just going to cover myself <laughs> and fucking moisturiser and send <laughs> photos to people because I mean the moisturiser doesn't last that long I mean I probably woke up and there was very little left on me but were, what very much existed was <laughs> photos on the phone <laughs> like white just painted white man it was, uh, it was quite a trip so but so to back to where it came from is I wrote a book this is what stopped me writing, I, I wrote a book uh, that I sent to a couple of publishers, or aye, um, publishing publishers, whatever they're called, and one, one sent me back <laughs> that was half my problem. I don't know the word. I <laughs> you know I
0: mean? I don't know if I said it to the right person. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: lady, like, <laughs> why these,
2: are you sending it to the right person? Why you sending it was
1: All these plumbers. It was alright mate, but I can't do anything. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Basically, one guy got back and he was like, super negative, and I was, I was. Uh, Which is not any fun, man? I know it was it was really dickish. Like it, it <laughs> was as if it was a. I mean, the it was so bad in his eyes that it was like a personal insult. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was the tone of his message. You have and, to be some
0: sort of person to think that,
1: don't you? Yeah, especially when the stories like the story was definitely there. You know, there'd been there was there was elements of it that were just that were outlandish, and but also there was some cool shit. Like the, obviously the. the you know, they've the been in the studio and that briefly for the opposite's recording and stuff that happened in Canada. Obviously, was mental. The ju- train journey was was pretty wild. Oh, I mean, it was all it was a good story from start to finish in terms of the actual <coughs> logistics, but maybe just not the best written. And the guy took it personally. What I mean, did you call I, it? It was called "Don't Call Me Buddy, Buddy."
0: <laughs>
1: eh, don't call me buddy, buddy. Uh, there was, was a situation in a in a gents. Uh, <laughs> in canada there was so there's a thing called the calgary stampede which is a kind of cowboy event that goes on for a, i think a couple of weeks in calgary alberta and it's it's fucking madness like i mean there are hundreds of thousands of people descend on the city of calgary and it just it kicks off like it really kicks off and we were in this bar and it, i can't remember how exactly it started but I know for a fact that me being the person I was, I wasn't trying to start, I was just trying nah. to wash my hands <laughs> <laughs> in the toilet. <clears throat> and these guys, the, the guys were talking about, I think some shit had kicked off before we got to the pub and these guys were talking about it and it got a bit heated and and I, I, the guy called me buddy and I was like, don't call me buddy, buddy, because I'd probably not long since South Park before it was. <laughs> <already>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but so I was, I mean, I get panned and then, panned to that guy and then I kind of just, I kind of just was like, well, man, but I knew I was shy to write, and that guy's just confirmed it, so uh, I hit this kind of weird writer's block that never, never ever cleared up, mm-hmm. and I sat, sat for, it was definitely at least six months, six months to maybe even to a year without doing anything creative, and it mm-hmm. just sort of burst my head, and I found like a like a shining light in the corner, my mum had been to painting classes, and she'd left this box of painting gear, and I just started fucking about with paints, and... Like, I'm not particularly good at drawing anything, so I skipped all that and just started trying to make a mess. <laughs> yes. And uh, just basically taught myself from, from mm-hmm. scratch. Like, I had no idea, obviously I haven't done it at school, well, you, I mean, you could, uh, images are things you could probably try and paint, but <laughs> just decided that the easiest way to do it was to, excuse me, um, start on landscapes, to teach mm-hmm. myself how to paint yep. landscapes, and then just sort of worked up from there, moved into portraits, and then started getting... Wound with it probably about two years in doing uh, abstract and stuff. Because well, your stuff fun. is quite kind of
3: out there and abstract. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> in the best possible
1: way, Aye. <laughs> uh, How would you describe it then? Uh, probably a kind of definitely comedy, not comedy painting. But but as we've discussed this before, because we 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 both we both got a desire to paint fairly outlandish things when we painted together I mean Jordan and the, the things with no meanings and this things, one yeah,
2: dimensional as yeah, possible absolutely. yeah
1: absolutely yeah, yeah. like, as long as it's a joke can I think not as long as it's a joke because I do I do sometimes paint things that are marginally more serious but the uh, but <coughs> kind of uh, 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 what's the word kind of eh uh, uh, fuck I totally lost lost that one surreal but in a kind of much more comedy way than yeah, you know not, not surreal like <clears throat> you know, like Dali or something like that, but kind of. I just like, always think oh, I think humor humor's humor's the best policy, is that not the same? <laughs> <laughs> so you basically, that's the same i was
3: quite interested though the fact that you went, you kind of started by kind of going for like landscapes and yeah. a quite a kind of traditional way and, yeah. and then kind of yeah. Do you think it's you? You think it's a, a case that you have to to learn other skills to then kind of break it down.
1: I think so. I. I think. I think he can. Like. I, I. don't think I could have. For example, jumped into. well, like, I started painting. I spent the first, the first like three months or something in twenty seventeen. I didn't touch a paintbrush. I just used like squeegees and mm-hmm. my fingers and, and anything that came to hand. Kind mm-hmm. of, scraping. You know, like knives and stuff. But, <laughs> You know, I don't think I could have jumped. Uh, no, I don't think I could have jumped into that when I first started painting. Because yeah. I think you have like. There's a, an element to just even knowing how paint goes on canvas to, mm-hmm. to a degree. You, yeah. kinda, you know you you need to know how certain things work and so i am learning it by teaching you it doesn't have to be landscapes if you're looking to get into paint you could i mean if you feel that you want to just get straight into portraits or yeah. you know anything it's like uh, landscapes were landscapes were good for me because i don't really i'm really bad with color like i'm colorblind and the so the seascapes were, were a bit of a mystery until very recently uh when i just a couple of things were pointed out to me and it's made it slightly easier but, <laughs> but no nah, landscapes were. Uh, just it was a good way for me to start obviously yeah. it could be different for everyone but i don't think i could have done what i'm doing now you know it'd have just been pure luck i think if i'd have tried to do that yeah. but even the squeegee stuff or the spray paint stuff yeah.
3: and is that like you're, you're saying that you go in generally you know what you're, go, you're going to paint so how is that like do you
1: sit down and try and think about something, or is it something comes nah, to you and then you kind of up, man. formulate it yeah yeah a lot of the time I'll like back when I started painting I tried to paint every day like for as much time of the day as I could possibly do whether that meant working on one thing extensively all day or trying to do I think dang, the most I pumped out, pumped out one day was like six paintings in a day But right. so I think that um I've kind of locked, sorry to remind <laughs> <laughs> you i like,
2: do
3: you, when you're saying you, you have a, a kind of idea of you, what you're going to paint, like, is that?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Is uh, inspiration just going to take yeah, you? Yeah, very much so. Like a lot of the time I could sit, nowadays I could sit for like a, a week or two weeks without painting quite happily because I know that, you know, yeah, you I, yeah something will come up. Well, I don't want, to, I've, I'm now past the point where I'll just, you know, I don't just sit, I won't just sit and paint a landscape just because I want to sit and paint. I don't need yeah. that, I don't have that urge anymore. So I a lot of the time it's it can be something as stupid as like recently I started painting telephone pubs or uh, a I telephone yeah. pubs. with a blue just a black a blue blue sky and uh, that was literally just because I, I walked past one Monday and it looked that nice yeah <laughs> so it, it's as simple as that sometimes like things like I did a post it note a couple <clears throat> of post it note paintings recently when I did a sort of three D effect post it note of two, two paintings and. Mm. So stuff like that it could just be the most bizarre thing. Like that was literally just one day I had a post-it note stuck on my my easel, and I thought, oh, I'm fucking painting
0: that. I always think that's <laughs> the know. best way to do things. Like, see, even playing in bands and writing songs. Yeah. I've never sat down and go right. I'm going to. I'm going to do this. And I've always found being at as I say, only played kind of local level bands. But yeah. You go in and you're playing and there's nothing worse than when fucking you're in there before folk like right, let's do it, We need to write. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. fuck! Here we go. Like somebody brings in like a. This is the song we're going to do, and you're like, oh, yeah,
1: just doesn't feel like. Nah, yeah. just, I
0: like just like having a jam playing, yeah. playing whether well, it's four chords or drum beat, whatever, and going yeah. with that, and then just the spon- spontaneity. Yeah, I just I. think they're better to be like that, and that's yeah. that's quite a good. I suppose. Sorry, be
2: Just um, to follow your point a wee bit, like uh, there's a, there's a lot of bands where I, I, I have no idea how they write the songs that they write. Um, one of them recently, it was pointed out to me, someone wrote about a song about the Vietnam War um, recently and it blew my mind, like, how do you sit down and write a song about the Vietnam War, or Band of Brothers this song's about the TV show Band of Brothers, not about World War II yeah. about someone Band wrote a song about the Band, <laughs> Band of <Show. laughs> and it buckled me, and like, I do sound that, Band of so. Brothers are probably a great, great, right? um, great TV show yeah, but, I
0: mean I haven't wrote a song about it. I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, honestly, I does it that does just, it go uh, along with the TV show? Uh, it just reminds just, me
3: you, do you know Scott Hay Katie? Aye. Aye. Boy that boy for on that where I was brought up, um, I remember we must have been about fourteen, fifteen and we were sitting having sitting in somebody's mum and dad's house, having drank or their drink in the house and Blotto I and mean, he oh, made uh, Manic, Street Manic Street, Street Preachers <laughs> on in the background. That was the type of thing that was. Sorry, Manny Street Preachers on in the background. He turned to me and went, Do you know they're the only band ever to write a song about the Spanish Civil War? That line stuck in It's like,
0: all right,
3: Katy, kill. So, <what> the <laughs> the
2: show, Band of Brothers, meet them water songs. Nobody asks for you know, right? <laughs> and it, it's it's my favorite thing discovering we gems like that. Like you know, a, a local band, 18, 19 year old. Generally, songs about mm. sex and uh-huh. like I love you. Why don't you love me? And, uh, then, and you get fucking gems <laughs> like that. You know? Yeah, totally. This true. one's about my childhood hero blows my path <laughs> and it's a serious song
0: and it just, it just fucking blows my mind but like how do you sit there and write a song like that you know I'm going to tell you a true story this is and I don't know the guy well I don't I don't know the guy but he was in my college class for like two weeks or something when it all started sound engineering everything goes in this was 19 2000 say right so we we'll, and we'll in and he's like um, sitting there and, and I t- I like to I've always thought he looked like fucking Do you seen drop dead Fred no. See when he shuts his face in the fridge <laughs> <laughs> and fucking, So, so this sure. guy's always known in Mahid is drop dead fridge fridge face, right? So he sat down and, and I'm fucking eighteen, nineteen or whatever I'm you know, fucking I'm I'm like six weeks up away if you're having a, a middle shed and all that. So I'm trying to get into kind of college and trying and hang about with kinda of colour vocal bands and this guy sits down, he's like, <coughs> do you write songs about Aye, um, he's like what, what, what do you say which your bands you like? And I told him and that. And he went, I wrote a song last night, man. And I was like, All right Was <laughs> it quite good? To... No, he went like to me, do I you know what it was called? And, like, <laughs> he and he went, My name's Adolf Hitler and I live in Arcadia. Fucking Arcadia That's what he told me. <laughs> I was like, oh for fuck's sake man, I had to move away from oh, So that was just <laughs> I'm the I not right. like So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. drop I'm so drop dead Fred, Fridge face scared the shit out of me when I was eighteen. I think that same guy was in my <laughs>
2: came up to me one night and was like, uh, "Should you write songs?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I write songs for it's my band. And he's like, uh, "Do you want to take acid and watch the exodus?" <laughs> like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus, man. Two things I never want to no. you, get, you get folk that <laughs> take
0: it too serious, and and I think there's not really any point in taking it serious. And maybe you'll know more than me, your, your mates and stuff, but. Uh, they they probably have to take it serious, but it's probably not as serious as as it folk that are cutting about trying to get a gig in, fucking, and fucking out the
1: tune. Just enjoy it, man. Some That's folk what I... some folk just take themselves seriously, Aye. like it, and you as you see it. In, I guess you see it in all walks of life, but when you see it in the arts, it's like because yeah. obviously like you've met you've met Dragon. He's, he's, you know mm-hmm. he, he takes his art very seriously, but he's a very fun person to be around. Mm-hmm. Same with Sai. They're both they're both just wonderful folk, but mm-hmm. the. Because I, I don't really hang I don't really know anyone that you know that or certainly I don't really hang out with that many folk that really take themselves serious or take everything super uh, seriously. Because I think it's just a, I think it's a a, a way that you look at everything like I mm. kind of. I think it's when it becomes a business is because yeah, I well, think well, you I
3: can yeah. make a living for it. That's one thing, but turn like commodifying it and making it a business like. I remember watching a documentary about Joe Lomo, the artist. Oh yeah, And, yeah, and yeah. he rattles out fucking 10, 15 yeah. landscapes a day, and they're selling for them for two grand to twenty grand. I know it's
1: like, fucking like, bonkers. That, I, that I'm sorry to hear. Yeah, I'd, I'd be rattling about six or
3: seven a day if I was making that. I
1: get I, I introduced to him up at the McLaurin. He did an opening up at the McLaurin, and he was a he was a, a very nice, a very nice guy, but not that way that you because know, I like. I never want to be a dick, like, and I, and I wouldn't, I always find something, especially with a lot of painting, I always find something that I like about <coughs> folks' work, but ultimately it was like, there wasn't any difference in his stuff, and that mm-hmm. and kind of, that fundamentally kind of grinds my shit when when artists or painters specifically do that, like, kind of, they they find one thing and they focus Safety, on it and they do yeah. it for they do it for forever. But it looks and mm-hmm. and Joe Lomo is is one of them. He, well, he's,
3: I mean, he's made a really successful business out of it. He's, absolutely, and he's, he's a highly regarded painter. Yeah. He's a very he employs his character. family basically yeah. out of it. And he's a super real... nice
1: dude. Aye, and he does his <laughs> he does his uh, his moons real nice. <laughs> <laughs> <And laughs> that's that's I, the one thing that I, I like. I,
3: I like his stuff, but then you get other There's a a local celebrity I that absolutely I, bugs oh my happiness um, that is very
1: kind of litigious and, yeah. no and, I mean and, like the one thing the one thing that that the one thing is that with that guy certainly is that he just you know he wants he wants so hard to be like taken seriously like mm-hmm. that's that's the problem and it's but when you're the, pro, the 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 paradox with that is is that if you want to be taken seriously you can't really be putting your paintings on flip-flops like that's I, that's ultimately <laughs> it like, Regardless I of it, anything, none, no, no, nothing personal. I don't know him. I've never met him. Uh, but the, but you can't. You just can't do the two things if you want to. If you want to be, you know, whatever it is, Scotland's top artist or whatever you know, whatever it is, he cries himself. You, you know, you can try. Well, mm-hmm. That's what everyone that does anything wants to try. And do you want to be the best at what you do? Yeah. But you, you know, you cannot. It kind of cheapens things when you, you know you can buy like literally flip-flops yeah. with,
0: with paintings on you've obviously you've toured and stuff mm. you've been on tour with with Soot and you've been you've obviously been over for um, all
1: did a few tours with Biffy as well a few short ones See, I've, 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 uh,
0: you've it's, obviously I'm a massive Biffy oh, fan maybe, maybe, yeah a I, couple I, of Biffy guys exactly. yeah many I've been, I've been same same I think the last one was at the toilets uh, it was the toilets yeah. at the Hydro I mean, yeah, I like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had been out all day and stuff but that's, that's what generally what oh, happens so I mean they're obviously like one of my favourite they are my favorite band, yeah. and and um, you know so, obviously, you've been on tour with them. So just like obviously, I don't want to know the detail on that. Just kind of what was that like for you? Being on tour with a band that size, man.
1: Well, well like mental, like mental, because the first couple I did were, you know, I I didn't even I didn't know side before they were even playing like Barras So they've always been quite a big band when mm. since I've since yeah. I've known them certainly, but um, it's the last time. Ty- I mean, the last thing I did, I think I went. I did a Europe when well, I was twenty thirteen. I went, I went across to a gig in Italy a couple of years ago, and that like just this, it's the size of the shit going on that gets wilder. Like the venues have been quite big for a few years, but you know it's like catering and stuff like that. Like, that stuff always blows my mind, man. Because mm-hmm. we, you know, I mean, my experience of touring was didn't involve a lot of eating, and it wasn't because we were the hardcore drinking yeah. and stuff. It was because we literally couldn't afford that much. Yeah. But with Biffy, it's you know it's stuff like that, like. Just, just the whole the the size of the production, like the hydro gig, like that, yeah. that was bonkers, man. Mm-hmm. Like that was, mm-hmm. that was a big show. So it's, I guess, it, I guess those kind of things have changed, but the, those guys not to be not to be too cliche, I suppose. But those guys haven't really, you know, their, their attitude towards it certainly hasn't changed. They mm. they still want to go out and play perfectly every night you can like, tell
0: man see when you go and see them I've never seen them go through the motions ever nah, and nah, don't I don't know how many really times I've seen them die I never ever that. seen it and you never will nah, you, know you never will
1: man they've got a, a real like, I, I don't I honestly don't think I've met someone more driven than Cy, Well, yeah. I think I can say that we, we, you know, but certainly in terms of to go out and do do the shows and stuff well, obviously artistically look, meeting Simon and Dragon were very was very advantageous for me I think in terms of seeing how you should conduct yourself within whatever your chosen form yeah, is. Like, you just have to <clears throat> have complete faith in, in yourself and in, in what you can do and always believe you can get better.
0: I always remember when we were we were starting out and I'm like 18, getting into a studio and, and dragging myself and stuff, and I, 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 didn't, I didn't know anything. And he was just like, just fucking go away as far as you can for all your pals. Yeah. Do as many gigs as you can, whatever money you've got, and just, just yeah. enjoy it. And I mean, I've never ever done that. Nah, you know, we I mean, yeah. you know I've never ever it done. i have played gigs and stuff, but yeah. we never we never got the you kind know, of whole. bands with enough music and stuff Aye. to go and you know, you can go and just ask venues to play and stuff. We never done anything like that. Just kind of Glasgow. You know, and, 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 I think and, uh, uh,
3: mm-hmm. my pals just made an album with Dragon. Uh, Colin Hunter. Oh, aye, yeah, yeah, and he, which he's is really fucking, I like it. Absolutely yeah. dynamite album. Yeah, uh, some he, of the
2: songs on it. Aye, really like good yeah. songs. But
3: it
1: sounds magic to and It it, is, I, it does. His sort of production, is, but that, is I think mental.
3: that's that's what Dragon brings. I suppose is that um, that element. It sounds amazing, but I think it was just a real kind of collaborative kind of process. It wasn't mm. just like he, did say that, didn't he, he just, It wasn't just through yeah, the motions of no, calling these yeah. songs for him. It was like real honest feedback about yeah. this needs work that needs work. <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. Br-
1: he's got a brutally honest Aye. street to him, it's fantastic. Like he, um, I need that. You, you do you need that. I mean even with the Duke, you know, that was major label stuff, you know, he's had, mm-hmm. you know he's he's dealt with. And he always wants to he always he's always believed that he can This is fair to say probably that he can produce better than than like the folk that have done his other stuff. Like yeah. that, I think that's what's driven him to did he do Because he's fucking. I mean, he, he's. Top five. I mean, it. he went. He went off the radar for like what was it? Like close to a year when, mm. maybe over a year when he first started doing Yes Dragon. <clears throat> well, I didn't see him. Didn't see him for ages, and he just does that sometimes. Because like, he's got his studio upstairs now. He'll just mm. he'll just shut himself off, and he'll he'll produce this mad work like that's and it's. I mean it's one of the great things about him I mean it's obviously not, not great if you want to go and hang out but, <laughs> but he's, you know, he ends up coming out with a project like that and mm-hmm. it's fucking nuts Aye. you hear from him if he wants a backing vocal or something yeah. <laughs> he's like, I want to come round stick something on there
3: when you've got a very kind of clear vision of what you want I suppose yeah. like you, you need that kind of I'm the one that knows this yeah, and absolutely. If, if you've got the technical skills to back it up yeah. then go with it it's not like a, he's got that clear vision like I've got a clear vision of some films I'd love to make, yeah. but I couldn't go and, and make them yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I just don't have
1: that yeah. ability. It's a bit harder with so, films as well when it is because yeah. you end up. I wrote a right when I wrote as well. I wrote a script and it it very quickly be, went from being like you know a cool kind of. Something cool that me and my pals could probably have filmed yeah. for a laugh to been like a multi million. <laughs> like, like, we can't make this for less than 10
2: mil, man. It was next like, tomorrow. more,
1: right? And, and if anyone
3: offers me less, like, <laughs> they can. I
1: mean, I've oh, like, seen a gigantic seagull that like, needed to be like, CG'd really well, you know what I mean?
2: Like, <laughs> I like, just madness, man.
1: Like, absolute madness. But, so I guess half of half the battle is knowing, knowing your limitations. Yeah, exactly. Well. Really. And that's with Dragon, and not to turn this into the dragon cast, but the, uh, like the way he looked at it, because he always said to me, like, we always joked about him being, he always went on about how brilliant he is at guitar, and he always will go on about how brilliant he is at guitar, because he is brilliant at guitar. But mm. he's always like, well, I, I spent 12 hours a day as a kid doing it. Like, that's how he, pract- he practised 12 hours a day when he was a kid, and he's always been, always pumped that number, he's like 12 hours a day, and he's at, it's exactly the same thing he's done with the production side of things, is that he's gone in, he's got his studio, and he just spends as much time as, As he can, you can. figuring out yeah. everything that makes that'll make his production better than someone else's. Yeah.
3: So what's next for you then? Yeah. Uh,
1: well, I a uh, good question, man. um I did. A, I just had my very first solo show, which happened in the start of April, and I'm now not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I've actually had a bit of a weird. I'm still painting, and I, I'm still enjoying it, and uh, I I can think I plan to continue painting, but. I kind of hit this high with the with the, the solo show because I, I put up a, a fucking, a, a fuck ton of work. Um, me and, well, Jordan was down there, my darling girlfriend, Natasha, was uh, very helpful throughout the whole thing. Like, I was uh, an absolute mess, man. Just not, I didn't know what to put up. Didn't, I didn't like any of my, I didn't want to put up old paintings and she very much convinced me to put up quite a few old paintings, which was great because once they were up, I loved it. But... Now that that's all over, I'm kind of like, well, I'm not 100% sure what what the next step would yeah, be, you know yeah. what I mean? Because I've, I've been treating that as the absolute pinnacle of what I could achieve uh, just now. So I, I think just, certainly just keep painting. Uh, I've got a I'm meant to have an exhibition, i meant to, I have a, 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 an exhibition in a place down in Coswood. Right. Sir yeah. Johnny's. Mm-hmm. Uh, a
0: uh, crosser whiskey whiskey experiences. Is that right? Yeah. I've never been. I've only been to.
1: I think I've been to Kirkcaldy once. I think Sutro used to practice there. I think okay. <laughs> it definitely rings a bell. But uh, I just the only reason it's actually in my head because I totally forgot about it. The lady that runs the place emailed me today because <laughs> <laughs> it was months ago. This was organised. I just got confused. I get this distracted and totally forgot about it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, at some point, I think, in, I think it's late July, early August, I'm, I'm going to have some paintings up in there. I don't know what they're going to be. I might try and do some Burns-related stuff. But the um, I So you're going what... to
3: start, not start again, but you're going to move up to that. You know? Yeah,
1: because because it's smaller. I believe the place is quite small, so mm-hmm. it's not that, that many paintings. So I think I might try and do brand new things for it. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, because as I say, that was my plan for the electric blue one. Okay. But there ended up being too many paintings and I didn't have. I mean, I, I didn't have close to enough new paints. I don't think so. Um, Is yeah. that quite
3: exciting though? Like that thought of right. I need to kind yeah, yeah.
1: I'm bringing everything new to the table. Yeah, absolutely. Aye, especially because I'm, especially because I've got an idea of a theme in my head. It means that I'm going to get to dip into a bit of bun stuff. Which I, I, I'm very. Considering where we're from, and you know, little yeah. about him, you know, I, I don't know much about his work or anything. Of, um,
0: that's my wee boy, man. He's obsessed. That right <laughs> I do, they, tell you. do they get it at school? Because we haven't even got
1: it at school. Does, he back then, we get Philip right. fucking larking or something mm-hmm. like yeah. I I that.
0: We man, get taught at high five for that and standard grade. Although they did say Kevin has more ability than he thinks he has. Take that, take that. I used to just, I used to just draw like. You know, like I was. I've obviously been always been into football, but I used to draw like, like folk scoring goals and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: the nets in the box. With a line. Yeah. Covering into the top corners. To that. I, I, yeah, it must have been from like I mean. a magazine.
0: I'd seen. I used to read when I was a shooter. So I don't yeah. know. But I remember oh, that's all I used to do. And. Well, draw, we, draw should draw probably, I
1: mean, wanna, we should definitely mention that the fact that we even know each other so uh, the uh, wonderful art of football. Yes. And because when you mentioned earlier, that you uh, were uh, six uh, weeks away from having. A middle shed, that was almost positive. You had one when we played together.
0: I probably, I think it, we did because it was like just after six year. I yeah, I mean the 90s was a time. I went to a, shed when I went to <laughs> I went to Ibiza in ninety nine, and my pals basically said, right, there was there was two sets of clippers. There was uh, my pal Clue had fucking battery ones, and then we had the real ones, and it was like either oh sit now. And get it with the whole the I think it was there was like grades, right? So uh, no. like, you get a number two, right? So got a number two and, and obviously I had I do shed, so my hair was like fucking naturally root but is it what you get like <laughs> Nicky Six and all that was sticking up? <laughs> so it was like fucking <laughs> and, afro like within like five days honestly i'd go and buy wax and i'd be thinking, i don't know where i got it but then okay, i so man. then when i came back to press Week, i kind of grew it and then get a middle shed again yeah. and then, then and i just realized nah nah it gotta go and then back. i grew it like a, a side shed as opposed you to a middle shed, shed. Yeah, really yeah. Nah. You, you, you care a lot about
3: this middle shed that's that was well, but that was pretty standard standard, standard, uh, uh,
0: yeah, standard. standard bad issue back then. Do you know what I mean? Standard issue Middle shed yeah. kickers, kickers, middle shed. <laughs> kickers. Ben, uh, ben, no, ben, ben, ben Sherman with it. Or a Ben, Ben. Sherman shirts. I used to cut. Kelly Hansen jackets. And then Fred I, Perry. And I, I bought a. I get paid, I started, in my job and I got, like I didn't get paid for months and I got a tax rebate and it was like, honestly like, two and a half grand, I was still at school and I was like, Jesus. oh yes, like 16. I was like, mum, can I go in? It was an original shoe, original. In, 200 pound Haley Hanson jacket <laughs> into, back into school thing. I think was fucking cool as ever. <laughs> I was, but he's <laughs> got <laughs> yeah, jacket but then, no. um, was it white? It was white, it was red Aye. Well, with yellow trim and then white with blue. Oh, under uh, there. I remember it, having uh, a, a,
3: a, a not fake Kelly Hansen, but basically a, a kind of a and a, Hansen. <laughs> a, a, a imitation one, right? Mm. And coming into school I think I was fucking, it was. I guess, this'll, this'll pass this will pass, this will I just, <laughs> no, I heard a boy behind me singing "Return of the Mac and I was <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> he just shot yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: that uh, was me. At, be, at be Belmont, used to just walk up, point to your label and go like, "Real."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a actually that not not just even last week. I decided to have a quick Google of short jackets because I, I loved I mean when I got my short jacket it was the same right you know you just like into school like I'm cool as fuck man Badge so sewing on you know no one's going to yeah. fuck with and uh, I had a look the other day and I swear to god man I have not been able to move on Facebook or fucking Instagram without just constant ads for short jackets uh, like, and short t shirts uh, which are more affordable <laughs> I've, got, I've actually got a
0: short fleece I bought it no way. For, I bought it at a TK Maxx for Glastonbury in two thousand eight. I've still got it upstairs. No right? way. Know, right? It's like sheepskin 20. inside you fucking it's like fucking the temperature of the sun. <laughs> except, so it's like, can't even anywhere, anywhere except Glastonbury, yeah. it's crazy,
3: crazy that man. though like the how much like it's as if Instagram and Facebook and that stock we, I think they, they we fucking had, uh, you man. Yeah definitely a couple, a couple of years ago We had uh, I don't know a how Halloween party And me and Charlene Dressed up as um, Noel Fielding That's and right. what's the What's the name of the woman From, from uh, the Great British Bake Off oh, oh, Mary, Mary Berry No no The, the new one Sandy Toksvig <laughs> We dressed up as them In reverse uh, <laughs> Is she got a signature look. I wouldn't even know. How did you dress up as Santa? Well, I'm. She's just a wee fat thing like I'm a wee fat thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, wee dumb dog <laughs> a <bit>. uh, <laughs> So she had this like weird uh, shirt that was like kind of covered in paint and stuff. Oh, she, I, I, Charlene did. She bought for a charity shop. Didn't even like search for it on Amazon and stuff. Yeah. We posted that photo on Facebook, and I still get ads coming up for a, a shirt that is exactly no, the same really. like, that's and that's mere, just for a, a photo that's not even searching yeah, like,
1: exactly terrifying is terrifying, oh, man. It's it's a terrifying but you boy. couldn't
2: find it if you were looking for it no. you know like I, I'm sure there is an app that can do this right but you know when you get a song in your head and you're like what the fuck is that song mm-hmm. right fucking try to think of the lyric and then you're typing out as much as you yeah. remember and then it's always Ray Charles for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, that's not every fucking time, So every well. and time. you listen to the start of it and you're like, that's not fucking it. Um, there's bound to be an app somewhere that can recognise close enough uh, the hum that you do yeah. and pitch it up. To-
3: there used to be a, a website that you could go and you could tap the beat into the space bar. No yeah, I mean, way. Very closely. Oh, that yeah, would probably David would just probably test the charts
0: for fucking which songs were ninety beats per minute. Uh-huh. So that's probably what it does. No, I'm no, I'm just. Him. <laughs> yeah. I'm just shocked. Yeah. That was a I'm cleverer than I think. You. So much potential. I uh, know. Yeah. No, what was it?
2: Uh, but uh, yeah, art, the art yeah. Did you just say? If
0: if uh, he has more ability than he thinks he has, <laughs> <laughs> a, Miss Man's her name was. Nice. Good ability, Kevin doesn't seem interested, but has more ability than he thinks he has. Square heads and, 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 <laughs> or, and, and I, um, but I that was all I used to do when I was wee, and, and I remember I my news jot on the teacher saying, "Don't do that anymore. I'll just fucking stop it." Yeah, worth it. Primary but, five, yeah. stop doing that. All right, okay. I'm <laughs> I'll just fucking going fun stains at folk or something. Yeah, see, that's, that's ultimately an issue <laughs> where,
1: there is a there there is an issue with the education at art. I think like it's, it's not promoted or musically uh. like, any of the arts that isn't promoted at school as is, is a viable option. Like, yeah. I had no idea that. You know, even even enjoying art at school, which I did to a degree. Now maybe some of it because it was a bit of a skive, but and you got to fuck about with paints and pastels mm-hmm. and stuff. But ultimately, you just you know you're not you're not told. Maybe it's different now, and I think it is slightly different now. I think they do kind of they, they do let kids go at it a bit more certainly at a younger age, but you kind of they need to have more of a more of a hold on, on the arts because I mean it's ultimately it's one thing we all can connect with I,
0: I think like see like, I don't want to go off deep and meaningful but I think young kids now are more confident in themselves as well. Like, see, when I was younger, like I remember getting a guitar and if like, fucking marshals, <laughs> <Moshals>. fuck off. <laughs> Do you know what uh, I mean? Uh, <laughs> I mean, they've seen fucking fit between you, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know them You know them You know them yeah, like Aye, so, <laughs> there, was, there was only that, but nowadays it's like, Folk are like you know, I'm in fifty something. It's, aye, it's, it's aye. definitely much better. Yeah. You and much the access
1: look... is better. As well. Sorry to cut you off, but the access is much better. Mm-hmm. You, you get everything you could possibly hope for. Like if you if you hang you want to paint, you can find folk that you know. We grew up thinking like if you want to paint, you need to be able to do it as well as you know Van Gogh or you need to be able to do it as well as Monet and all, all that shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like no one taught me at school about Basquiat or or even like Haring or anything like that. You know it was you know you just get you just get taught that well you know you need to learn you know mm-hmm. technique and mm-hmm. theory and all that. shit. same with music i guess like i, I doubt i doubt it's certainly not my school they weren't teaching anyone about punk anything like you yeah. know yeah. Like, yeah. kind of the, the the stuff that's accessible to people that are you know that you know have got a bit of, maybe a bit of talent but you know not as much confidence mm-hmm. and you just you know like these you just have to be made aware of people yeah. that are doing things that are interesting or or just fucking, you know, again not against the rules because that sounds silly, but, but against the grain almost, like doing different things. Like I mean, it's some shit. I mean, some shit. I'm still because I'm still quite new to. I'm still finding. I do a lot of searching on Instagram for, for artists and stuff, and I found some absolutely wild, absolute wild shit, man. Mm-hmm. with people just doing stuff. That, I mean, there's a guy that I follow on Instagram that paints. So he paints like a portrait, but it's seen through. The whole thing's covered in bubble wrap like he paints bubble wrap right. but he paints the portrait so it's like you know, it's, it's fucking Aye. nuts man like absolutely bonkers I mean even like Roddy down at Electric Bray like that Roddy who's you know he's, he's like legitimately the best the best painter working anywhere around these parts like there's no one more impressive than what they do
2: maybe in the world, man yeah I mean it's,
1: it's, it's outlandish like he's got so much talent and skill but he paints a lot of his paintings with it looking at the canvas properly. Look, he, he sets up a mirror there, canvases behind right. him, and he just stands and looks in the mirror and paints the pictures. It. It's Can fucking help. bonkers, I've tried it. I can't, get, <laughs> I can't even get the brush to touch the canvas. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: What's his idea behind
1: it then? It, was, it started because he had a... Uh, his very first studio was in... When he was at art school in Glasgow, he was in Maryhill, and he had this wee attic that was... I mean, I think probably from... Maybe from the middle of that door to you know, this kind of space mm-hmm. and he just didn't have the ability to take any sort of distance from his painting to see if he's if he was nailing it. You know, you can ah, sometimes you have to take a bit of a step back, yeah, especially yeah. if you're doing the stuff that he does. <clears> it. It. So he'd set up a mirror and he'd paint and then he'd look in the mirror to see it from a bit of distance and then eventually he get he yeah. get bored and he get bored turning his head all the time so he just started through <laughs> <laughs> the candles. But a doing. mad bastard he's a a proper renegade man and he's he lives down at down at Croy. He's got a gallery that's open Every weekend, with the exception of like the first month of the year, sometimes it takes off kind of December into January. Uh-huh. But all the time down at Croy, which is, you know, it's our beach. Mm-hmm. It's where we go and all the fucking clubs we just turn yeah. up uh, yeah, and go. I used to go to Croy Beach all the yeah, time. right like. on Croy Beach. Mm-hmm. right there, man. You just, and he's always got something to look at. If there's not an exhibition going on involving other people's work, he's got his own stuff up, which is, it's nuts, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. Because, yeah. and much mm-hmm. like what we were saying earlier, it doesn't, he doesn't just do like he's amazing at seascapes because he lives next to. He was you know. He he walks out his front door and he's get the sea. Yeah, yeah. He's amazing at them, but he doesn't just do that. He does. He just does wear whatever tickles his mm-hmm. fancy, man. He paints pictures that he's taken out of the car with the kind of, you know, the streaks of light coming oh, off yeah. the windscreen and that. He's the guy's he, an absolute. Sounds genius, interesting. Oh, that's
2: that's awesome. he's, yeah. he's, he's nuts. One of one of the, my favorite ones. So my girlfriend man was also sorry for being I was <laughs> just right, talking introduce <laughs> yourself it's <just> all <laughs> <just laughs> uh, yeah. right man. Um, one of the ones he's done uh, is incredible he's like, it's just a picture that he's taken at an art gallery okay. so he's done whoever's work he's taken a picture of then the folk walking by but the folk are out of focus I think it was and he's painted, the exhibition. painted them out of focus Yeah. now that, that it blows your mind because you're looking at it and your eyes start to try and focus in on uh, because you've done it so well and you just can't yeah. fucking you uh, get the perspective I mean. of it is wild well. you not comprehend it, you should get uh,
1: down man, the guy's an absolute and he's a, a treat to talk to him, man, he he he's a, an absolute yeah. legend him and his lovely wife Alison that makes, uh, she keeps the place going and makes wonderful cakes like, and you get a nice tea and a coffee and if it's yeah. a nice day it's just the best uh. place to go so it's it, um mm-hmm. uh, he's had a a huge effect on us, i let's say mean me and Natasha are doing it all the time. Mm-hmm. Just take take the dog down, take the kids down, and just have Ralph, cake, <laughs> yeah. Just a great combination. I've actually got a <laughs> uh, Natasha got me a uh, a, a painting lesson with him so I'm going down that's, that's sorry that is one of my next steps I saw when you were asking the other day but it's going to be trying oil painting because right. I've never done that mm-hmm. so Roddy's going to teach me a little bit he, He's uh, reluctantly he doesn't he doesn't want to he doesn't want right to slow idea. me down <laughs> he says he wants to, he says yeah I keep on with acrylics but I want to know, at least know how to do it because mm-hmm. I think he could You'll know, become one of those painters, and become an oil painter. You
2: know like, This you took know. six to eight hours to dry. <laughs> totally.
1: Let's just paint something that'll never dry. With that, with that, blows my mind. That I have to work super fast, man, because acrylic, uh-huh. acrylic. I, I mean, I, I use my paintings drying a lot as an excuse to go and have a joint or to go and play PlayStation. Uh-huh. Like I'll go and play PlayStation for three hours while I'm waiting for a paint to dry. That's <laughs> been dry for two hours and fifty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? like, but with oils, it just blows my mind that something like they say that there's some even like Van Gogh for the earlier paintings that to a degree, certainly under a, maybe a layer or two is still wet. Like that shit just sometimes won't wet, dry. Man. Aye, it's, it's nuts, man. That's, what you're t- that's Yeah, it's totally mental. It's a wide a wild world, and I'm still very still very excited to find out more about <laughs> it. Man, like, it's gonna right. be fun.